welcome or welcome back to the Holistic Gemini podcast. I'm your host, Onaldi. If you're new here, welcome. And if you're coming back, thank you so much for tuning in again. And yeah, I'm just happy to have everyone here. Today's episode is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes because it's a topic that I'm so passionate about. But before we get into it, um, let's have a little chat. I feel like I always jump right into the topic and I never just really sit down and talk with you guys. Um, But yeah, I'm actually recording outside today because the weather has been so nice and I actually don't know how good of an idea it is to be recording outside. I don't know how it's going to affect the audio. I hope the like sounds (laughs) around me don't pick up, but um, I guess we'll see later. But yeah, I've just been really enjoying the weather. It's been like 70, 80 degrees and I love it because winter, I'm always cold. I'm a person that runs cold naturally. So winter, in the winter, I'm just shivering all the time. And also there's barely any sunlight in the winter. So yeah, I'm feeling really good in the sun, getting the all the vitamin D that I can get. And yeah. Don't forget to wear your sunscreen, by the way. So I think that's really all I wanted to say. I I just wanted to talk about the weather because it's been so nice. But anyway, like I said before, today we're going to be talking about cycle syncing. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me post about it here and there. And it's something that I've been growing more and more passionate about and fascinated in. I first heard about cycle syncing. By the way, if you don't know what cycle syncing is, it's when you eat, work out, and live your life according to whatever phase you're in in your cycle. And I'll explain more in a minute. But as I was saying, when I first heard about cycle syncing, this was about a year ago, I really thought that it was some woo-woo shit, honestly. (laughs) I was like, what the hell is cycle syncing, you know? But as I was starting to learn about it, it all made sense. And you guys will see why. Because right now you're probably hearing me say cycle singing, cycle singing. You're rolling your eyes like this is just another wellness bullshit. But I promise you that it makes sense and it's actually very effective. So as a woman, we feel like a different person almost every week. Some days or weeks, we might feel more energetic than others. Some weeks, you'll feel more social. Other weeks, you just want to be alone and curl up in bed. And you're not crazy. There's nothing wrong with you. That's just the way our bodies work. One of the first things I learned about this topic that pissed me off is that our day-to-day lives, they're structured around the man's hormonal cycle. Yeah. And yeah, men do have a hormonal cycle too, except theirs lasts 24 hours. You might know it as the circadian rhythm. And here's how it works. In the morning, men's testosterone and cortisol levels are at their highest. This makes them more energetic, more communicative, focused, and horny, aka morning wood. That's why they're always hard in the morning. And they're pretty much so ready to get things done and be productive. In the afternoon, their testosterone levels drop, which puts them in the mood to socialize and make connections. It's an ideal time for them to pitch ideas, network, go to lunch with a friend, meet up for a date, etc. 
This is basically their social butterfly hour. Then in the evening, at nighttime, their testosterone levels drop to their lowest level. Estrogen kicks in a little and it makes them ready to unwind, chill, and decompress before bed. And this might sound similar to the way you live your life as a woman. And even though we also have a circadian rhythm, there's a whole other hormonal rhythm we have that we often neglect. It's called the infradian rhythm, which is our 28-day cycle. You might know it as your menstrual cycle. Our bodies simply just don't operate the same as men and society forces us into living in a way that makes it seem like it does we don't always necessarily feel the most social at happy hour and our time to relax and recharge isn't just in the evening there's a certain time of the month that's dedicated or is supposed to be dedicated to just that unfortunately a lot of women suffer from hormone imbalances And um, studies actually show, well, from the book I read, she was saying how one of the top reasons that women aren't seeing results in the gym is because they have hormone imbalances. So if weight loss is one of your concerns and you've been struggling with it, you might want to start looking into your hormones. But anyway, the reason that women suffer from hormonal imbalances is because They aren't living in tune with their cycle or in a way that supports their cycle. So think PCOS, PCOS, fibroids, endometriosis, um, missed periods, irregular periods, heavy periods, autoimmune diseases, etc. And it's unfortunate because we're so misinformed about our own bodies. This was not taught to us in school. This was not taught to us in health class. A lot of this research, a lot of this information that I know now, I had to look for on my own. I've never heard about an infradium rhythm. I've like the way that we're used to living is the only way that I thought we were supposed to be living. No one ever told us to honor our cycle or to live by our cycle. But anyway, yeah, no one listens to women. Most of the time we're just put on a pill that messes up and depletes our hormones even more, which by the way, birth control, do your best to avoid it because birth control depletes you of all your hormones and it has a laundry list of side effects. And I know a lot of people who have been on birth control, they've been depressed and have really, really, really bad um, symptoms. And birth control, that's a whole other topic in and of itself. But Yeah, I hope that all that ends here because I'm going to tell you guys about the four phases of your cycle, how to support them through the way we eat, exercise, and live our lives. So get your notepad out, get some water, get a drink, or if you're doing chores, I don't know, this is going to be a longer episode, so just sit tight, but I really would encourage you guys to take notes and Yeah, this is one of my more serious topics. Not that anything that I put out isn't serious, but um, I feel like um, out of all the episodes that I'm going to do, this is the one that I am the most passionate about and I feel like a lot of people would benefit from. So let's get into it. The first phase of your cycle 
is your menstrual phase. And by the way, you guys, each phase is has its own season, like your own internal season, basically. So I'll explain. <laughs> so the menstrual phase is known as your internal winter. And it's the first phase of your cycle. It's considered day one of your cycle. And your and it's considered your period. This is your period, the menstrual phase. It lasts from three to six days. Remember that everyone's body is different. So there's a range. So for some people, they might bleed for a longer amount of time. Some people might bleed for a shorter amount of time. Um, this phase, what's happening hormonally is your estrogen and your progesterone levels drop. They drop significantly. So when progesterone drops, so does your basal body temperature. And that's why it's considered the, your inner winter because your body temperature is at its lowest. And so when your basal body temperature drops, that sends a, a signal to your body to start shedding the endometrial lining, which is what your period is, and when you start bleeding. So because your hormones are at their lowest level in this phase, it's important for you to rest. Your body is doing a lot, so it's okay to feel a little bit more fatigued and low energy around this time. Stop with the heavy lifting. Stop with the intense exercises. Doing intense exercises around this time can actually um, put your body in fat storage mode. So what you think when you when you're over exercising and you're thinking that that's going to help you burn fat it's actually doing the opposite and because your body's working extra hard in this phase it's super important to eat foods that'll nourish it and replenish nutrients that are being lost and um another thing about your basal body temp because it drops in this phase and your body's a little colder in this phase if you will it's better for you to eat warm nourishing foods and li liquids um, raspberry leaf tea is good for this phase by the way because it helps to relieve your cramps and i'll list um for each phase i'll list different kinds of foods that you can incorporate to support you so for the menstrual phase these are some foods you can incorporate Wild rice, beets, kale, mushrooms, blackberries, blueberries, watermelon, grass-fed beef, kidney beans, flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, pasture-raised eggs, nut butter, pickles, and sauerkraut. Um, there's a lot more, but these are just um, basic ones and I, that most people have access to and are easy to find in grocery stores. Um, and again, in this phase, you want to make sure you're resting and taking it easy. If you're doing high intensity workouts like heavy weightlifting when your hor hormones are at their lowest, you'll cause an imbalance and add extra stress to your body. And yes, exercise is a form of stress to your body. So stick to light movements like walking, yoga, stretching, even napping. Napping is <laughs> probably um the best thing you can do in this phase because your body needs the rest it's working hard and just doing light movement doing chores walking around the house that can actually help with your cramps as well so um your menstrual phase is also a time for you to look inward 
reflect and to journal. Um, lots of alone time in this phase because the decline in your hormones strengthens the communication between your left and your right brain that makes you feel more intuitive more sensitive and more in touch with your inner self so that's everything you need to know about the menstrual phase so remember key is to rest no intense workouts and to nourish your body with warm nutrient dense foods moving on to the next phase which is your follicular follicular phase so this phase is known as your inner spring and this in this phase you're basically creating an egg um so yeah the follicular phase is the second phase of your cycle it's days 8 to 13 of your cycle so right after you stop bleeding during this phase your hormones begin to rise again and this signals to your body to start preparing for ovulation which means that you're about to release an egg and because our hormone levels are back up our energy starts to increase as well and as well as the strength of our immune system our immune system is the strongest in this phase because of the rise in your estrogen levels, you're more insulin sensitive, which means carbs are used more efficiently, which is ideal for you to start bringing back those high intensity workouts. Our metabolism is also slower in this phase, so you wanna eat light and fresh foods to help with estrogen, to help, not estrogen, to help with digestion. Um, you can also, you should also incorporate foods that are rich in probiotics to help support your gut and also help support healthy estrogen levels. And lastly, you want to eat foods that will replenish your body after bleeding in order to support the development of your, of a follicle. So think light and fresh foods. So think salads, think smoothies, think fresh fruit, think raw veggies. Um, I'll give you a list of foods that you can eat right now. So oats, artichokes, broccoli, carrots, chicken, parsley, zucchini, avocado, lemon, lime, oranges, eggs, pomegranate, green lentils, Brazil nuts, cashews, pumpkin seeds. Again, there are more foods that you can incorporate during the menstrual phase, but these are just the ones that I know everyone knows and have fairly easy access to so movement during your follicular phase if you hate cardio you might like it a little better in this phase because your hormones and your energy are increased now so hit workouts running and any other high intensity workout cycling they're great especially in the later part of this phase because you have so much energy so your follicular phase is the perfect time to take advantage of that energy. And lastly, in your follicular phase, you tend to feel a little bit more creative. You're wanting to try new things um, because your estrogen levels are higher and you just want to start new beginnings. You're motivated, you're excited, you're inspired. So in this phase, um, try something that you've been putting off for a while like if you wanted to start a podcast for example or whatever it is now is the perfect time to do it in this phase next phase i feel like we're moving pretty quickly i thought this would be a lot longer so that's good i guess 
I like to keep my episodes uh, a little on the shorter side because I know I my attention span is so low. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, ovulatory phase. This is my favorite phase, you guys. Like ovulatory phase, I like to call the bad bitch phase because you're just in your prime in this phase, I feel like. So your ovulatory phase is considered to be your inner summer. It's days 14 to 21 of your cycle. And the reason why it's the summer phase is because your basal body temperature actually increases. So you're hotter in this phase um, internally and externally. (laughs) Um, So estrogen and LH or luteinizing hormone um, signals for the release of an egg. You're extremely horny in this phase because of the increase in testosterone levels. You're also more fertile in this phase, which is annoying because you're more likely to get pregnant pregnant in this phase, basically. So, yeah, you, you're horny, but you are also more likely to get pregnant. So if you're not trying to get pregnant, this might be a bummer. But, you know, just use protection. Wrap, wrap the willy. Um, yeah, so your testosterone levels are a little higher in this phase. Your energy is up at this phase. You feel like a social butterfly. You basically feel the way that men feel in the morning. So movement for this phase, because your estrogen levels are high, your testosterone levels are high. What does that mean? It means you have more energy. Lift heavy ass weights. Go hard. Obviously, don't overwork yourself. Don't, um... Don't work yourself to exhaustion, but this is a time where you can challenge yourself to um, lift heavier or um, do more reps. So, um, <laughs> I hear my neighbors screaming on the other side. I hope you guys didn't hear that. But anyway, yeah, so weightlifting, HIIT workouts, but also make sure to warm up before your workouts and stretch, especially in this phase, try to prioritize warming up and working out, um, warming up and stretching before your workout, because you're more prone to injuries in this phase. So keep that in mind. Food during your um, ovulation phase, you still want to keep it light and fresh to help with your digestion. Um, and the high estrogen levels, you want to incorporate foods that help with liver detox to get rid of excess estrogen, which, by the way, is not good. You don't want too much estrogen. Too much of any kind of hormone is not good. You want balance. Um, think lots of fruits, lots of vegetables to help with estrogen metabolism. Um, then let me list the foods that you should eat during this phase. Did I even write this down? I have notes in front of me, but I didn't write. I didn't write anything down. What the heck? Okay. (laughs) That's annoying. But like I said, light and fresh foods. Um, Let me look it up real quick. I have the book that I read right in front of me. So I'll tell you guys in a second. I'm sorry. This is probably so unprofessional, but it's okay. I'm human not perfect um let's see hold on I got you I should probably pause the recording but it's really annoying to stop and then start again so yeah how are you guys doing good good I hope you're enjoying this episode okay you know what 
if you follow me on Instagram, I will have a whole post on like an overview of the phases and everything. So um, keep a lookout for that. And in there, I'll have the foods that help support you during your ovulatory phase. But I know salmon is good during this phase. I know basically the foods, the same foods as in your full, my bad, the same foods that are in your follicular phase, you want to incorporate into your ovulatory phase as well. But like I said, I don't want to waste any more time looking for this. So just look out for that Instagram post. But anyway, let's move on to your mood during the ovulatory phase and how you should live your life <laughs> during this phase. So in your ovulatory phase, you're feeling really social. You're feeling communicative. You're confident. This is a great time for you to have important conversations with people. You're feeling flirty. So great time for you to go out on dates. You're feeling hot you're feeling beautiful your your hair (laughs) thrives in this phase i hope you guys aren't hearing the noise outside are you kidding me if you are i'm so sorry but um yeah in this phase your hair is healthy not that it's not healthy in any other phase but like your hair just you just have better hair days in this phase your skin is more glowy and all in all you just want to have fun and you want to be around other people so ovulatory phase best phase in my opinion and I feel like you're just in your prime during this phase and then last but not least is your luteal phase this is considered um, your inner fall it stays 21 to 32 of your cycle it's the longest phase of your cycle your hormones peak, especially progesterone, and drop to their lowest towards the end. And that drop is usually what causes PMS, which is not normal. It's PMS is actually a sign of hormonal imbalance. So if you're struggling with painful cramps, bad breakouts or acne, extreme bloating, that may be a sign of a hormonal hormonal imbalance. And I know a lot of people experience PMS, but that doesn't mean that it's normal. It's common, but it's not normal. So if you experience any PMS simple symptoms, that might be a good time to look into um, balancing your hor- hormones. So movement during this phase. In the beginning, your hormones are higher. So strength training with longer rest periods are good and at the beginning of this this phase and then towards the end of this phase you want to lean towards lower intensity workouts since your energy is lower because of the drop in hormones and your cortisol levels are also increased so doing high intensity workouts it'll put more stress on your body during this phase your metabolism is increased by a fair amount. I think it was like six through fifteen percent. Um, don't quote me on that. But your metabolism is increased, which means that you feel hungrier because your body is burning more energy and you need more calories. So this this is why, like right before your period, you tend to be a lot hungrier and you have more cravings. So if at a certain time of the month you're like, why am I so hungry? 
you're probably in your luteal phase and it's normal for you to feel hungrier and want to eat more. In fact, you should be eating more during this phase. So focus on warm and nourishing foods um, to help your body prepare for your bleeding phase. And the nourishment from the right foods will actually help to com- combat, combat, wow, why can't I say that word? It'll help with your PMS symptoms when your hormone levels start trending down. Some foods you can incorporate in the luteal phase are brown rice, cauliflower, cucumber, um, garlic, ginger, sweet potatoes, apples, dates, pineapple, mango, chickpeas, walnuts, grass-fed beef, turkey, peppermint tea, raspberry leaf tea. And yeah, that's it for the food. So um, mood in this phase, you're tying up loose ends, you're finishing projects, your attention to detail is sharper, and you're more likely to catch things that you normally wouldn't. So yeah, towards the end of this phase, though you'll feel a little bit more tired, you'll feel more introverted, and you're going to want to start looking inward because you're getting closer to your period. And yeah, that pretty much covers the basics. Um, If you guys want a more in-depth explanation, even more information than what I gave you, because um, there's a lot that I didn't even touch yet. I just wanted to give you guys like baseline information and make it easier to understand. But if you're interested in learning more, I recommend I recommend the book In the Flow by Alyssa Vitti. Um, if you go on my Instagram and you go under my book's highlight, you'll see it in there. It's called In the Flow. You can buy it on Amazon. It's not expensive at all. And also, if you want to track your cycle and you want to know what phase of your cycle you're in, you can download the app. It's called 2828. And yeah, it tells you what phase of your cycle you're in. It tells you workouts you can do, foods to incorporate, stuff like that. It tells you how your energy levels are, how your mood is. And yeah, it's a great app. So with that being said, I hope you guys benefit from all this information and that you can start to essentially take control of your life. Your cycle and your period, it's supposed to work for you, not against you, but it can only do that if you allow it to and if you give it the love and support that it needs. So please um, share this with as many women as you know, because I think every woman should know this information. And also you can send it to any men in your life because I feel like men are also so misinformed about how the female body works. And another thing, if if you have a trainer at the gym, and he's or she is making you do intense workouts every time you need to let them know hey listen I my body I cannot move my body the same way all the time like each phase requires a different way for you to move your body so you can't always be doing those intense high intensity workouts I promise you that it's not it's not doing what you think it is doing for you um but yeah send it to anyone that you think can benefit for this 
and yeah i love you guys if you have any questions hit me up on instagram please leave me a review and a rating on apple podcast if you can it helps get more my episodes out to more people and yeah i really appreciate every single one of you for listening i hope you guys have a restful rest of your week And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.